now, coming to you live, but not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible Belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Pluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my work friend and uh, my partner in Gut Check, my partner in all things radio, one Zachary Bartles. And uh, Zach, uh, it sounds like you, you sound like Doc Holliday from Tombstone. Are you uh, <laughs> are you hacking up little goblets of, of like blood into a into a handkerchief at this point? I am in my prime. Ah, oh, I love it. I love it. That's I, I kind of fished for that, but that's what I was hoping you'd say. You got a little emphysema? No, no, I don't have emphysema, but I do have uh, some bronchitis, and I've and I've got a inhaler, okay. and it's one of those situations where I feel Ooh. like uh, the like the kid uh, in the like the like yeah. kid in every '90s sitcom who was you know sort of a. Asthmatic. asthmatic and dorky yeah. and into Dungeons and Dragons and couldn't go out and play soccer with everybody else. Like uh, every time I use it, I feel. Dude, wasn't there a kid in? Uh, wasn't there a kid in the Goonies who was always like hitting an inhaler, puffing on an inhaler? I think inhaler? it was Sean Astin, wasn't it? Was that? Dude, you're right. It was like the main guy. It was the, the main, main Goonie. Goonies. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He was like, he'd be like, "It's our time down here. Yeah, yeah. Down here, it's our exactly. time." Exactly. Dude, another great inhaler moment in cinema was uh, Mr. Gatso from the original Rocky movie. Uh, he puffed on an inhaler a couple times when he was like down at the docks trying to get Rocky to to like go break that guy's kneecaps. Um, so yeah, little <laughs> little think, uh, little underrated in, inhaler inhaler moments in cinema. Do you think maybe that'll be like the next thing after vaping inevitably kind of goes away? It'll be <laughs> yes. it'll be just rocking yes. inhalers. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, dude, I would love that scumbag guys and like like super long shorts with like scummy mustaches just pulling out an inhaler and to like try and look hard yeah it's, dude yes instead of like those sad like vaping pins it's uh it, it's yeah just puffs of inhaler i i would love that that would what's be good. sadder though i don't know which one is worse dude no the vape pin is the saddest thing i don't, I don't think it's it, 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 it gets no sadder than that so the inhaler is an upgrade for sure there's a great moment in cobra kai yeah. When uh, the at one point Johnny Lawrence has but one student, and yes. uh, he pulls out he pulls out a thing, an inhaler, and he takes a puff on it, and Johnny grabs it and throws it against the wall, and he goes, "But I have asthma," and he goes, "Not anymore." <laughs> Dude, I love it. <laughs> it's nice to be recording again, man. It's it been is. a it's, long, long time. It's good to be back at work together. It's good to be doing radio together. I, I feel like you know this is this is what we were put on this earth to do, baby. This is our calling. So. Um, it's good to be back, uh, back in the gut check empire. And Zach, I want to get right into this by asking you for an update on something that you told us about in the last, one of the last programs that we recorded. Um, and that is like a, a video game console, uh, of the old arcade style, like an 80 style video game unit that you're building in your basement. And, uh, I am fascinated by this. This to me is just like, uh, fits perfectly in the wheelhouse of of old man projects, and uh, I would like an update mm-hmm. on that. It is completely done, uh, save for my wife is going to uh, get out some paints and apply the requisite '80s side cabinet art on okay. the sides. Nice. Um, other than that, it's completely finished. It came out better than I thought it would. Wow! It's got the uh, backlit film up at the top, so there's the marquee that's you know shining 
with the old style. Oh, you baby, know, that's incredible. Pac-Man had feet but not arms, that guy, the original one from 82. And yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, my, the best move I made, I was going to, and I don't know how much detail you want, probably not much, but I'll give you a lot. Uh, I was No, gonna, I do, I want all of it. <laughs> I was going to try and make like the bezel, like where you, you take a, a black piece of, uh, you know, thin uh, fiberboard or something and cut out the exact shape of the TV and then try and actually build in sort of like uh, additional inner curved walls that go right up to the screen. Ooh. And it was going to be such a hassle. And then I found on, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of older guys doing this out there, man. And I found on one of the yeah. uh, forums that people were, were doing something that looks way more authentic, which is to get tempered, um, smoked glass. So, so tinted glass. Okay. Uh, so I got a yeah. big piece of that that fit perfectly over the TV and everything. And so you don't see anything that's beneath it except the shining pixels the from screen. the, and then, and then you get perfect black for the black. You get, uh, it, it looks, it oh. looks just like the Pac-Man in the Pizza Hut on Center Avenue in the eighties. Uh, makes me really happy. Baby, that's incredible. I, I really, really want to see it. it. I've got my sister coming to check it out tomorrow and she's probably an authority on, uh, all things 80s, so we'll see if she gives it the, oh. the stamp of approval. Uh, it took a lot, man. Baby, that's fantastic. I, so I used like a one of those joysticks that you plug into a TV that has several games on it. Yeah. For for the man, then I just yeah. like flushed that up to the other buttons. But uh, I had to. <laughs> I, yeah. I got out the old soldering iron, and. Uh, I, oh, baby, you've got a soldering <laughs> iron. Dude, just... That's like the most awesome old man thing ever. <laughs> Or forgetting that you've talked to someone about how they have a soldering iron 76 times is also an awesome old Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, for sure. <laughs> Baby, we need to solder together next time I'm down there. <laughs> let's do I it. I feel like that would be a blast. Let's plan on yes. it. Yes. Um, but I, I o- yeah, opened let's up. Let's do some soldering. Dude, we are definitely working with a lag here because all of our talking is at the yeah. same time as each other. Um yeah, I know. It's really it's really annoying. This is a bad connection. Thank you, Zencaster. And thank you, Skype, for not working. <laughs> Skype didn't come up at all. And so I named the Zencaster session Skype Sucks. Um, exactly. <laughs> but I, I opened up the joystick, and I, I wound up, like, soldering in uh, other little wires so that some of the other buttons that I had bought, the, the big chunky click-click buttons for the arcade, would actually function with the game. Oh, it's 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 pretty yeah. money. I'm pretty excited about the whole the whole project, and um, I've been really playing it a lot. I've been playing a lot of Pac-Man, and also on the same joystick, I can play uh, Galaga, which I've just been playing like crazy, and Bosconian. Mm. Bosconian's a good one. I've never heard of Bosconian. What's the uh, what's the premise? It's of like that Zaxxon. One? You remember Zaxxon? You're yeah yeah vaguely. You're like a spaceship, and you're shooting like these random discs and, and trying to bomb things. It's it was like an early attempt at at flight simulation, sort of not really, but you know. Yeah, nice baby, nice. So the way I'm going to handle this lag is that uh, now I'm going to wait awkwardly long after you after you stop speaking before I say anything. What's funny is it didn't so sound awkwardly it, long to me. Yeah, that's good. That's the thing. That's that's the <laughs> dynamic I want to have. You All know, right. I, I want it to work just like that. <laughs> I shall do the same thing. Fantastic, baby. Fantastic. <laughs> do you want to hear about? Uh, a development in my technological life here in Tennessee. Is this an awesome old man story? It's kind of an old man story. I think it qualifies. Hit me. Okay, so uh, a, a week or so ago, we had just like biblical Old Testament like rainstorms, like build an ark, right? Mm-hmm. It just rained and rained and rained almost 
nonstop for like a week. And I coach football at a college uh, here in town, Lane College. And I usually run with my players, but I didn't get a chance to run with the players because we had to practice in a gym because our, our field was underwater. So I'm driving back from practice one evening uh, during like a lull. There was like a two-hour lull in the rain. And I said to KK, I said, uh, I'm just going to park the car and I'm just going to I'm going to run sprints like up and down our street just so I can get a workout. Um, and she's like, fine. So I park the car. I go to like the end of our street to start stretching and there's no houses or anything down there. And um, I look into like the ditch, like the little valley right next to the road. Uh-huh. And there's a huge, huge Vizio flat screen television just sitting there. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh, that's strange. I, I was like, I'm sure if it worked, it wouldn't be outside. Uh, so I ran a couple sprints and then I, I looked at it again and I realized, wow, that thing is really like new looking and it has stickers on it. Uh-huh. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to drag it inside. I'm just going <laughs> to drag it inside and see what happens. So there was, there was no power cord, no remote, none of that stuff. But I, I dragged this thing inside, Zach, and it's huge. Like I've never been huge television guy you know i, I know, mean my, yeah. my tvs have always been moderate size little dynex you know all you need yeah little little humble dynex that could you know <laughs> um there's something non-old man sad about having like a giant giant tv and i don't know what it is yes i mean if it's down in the basement or in the den and you're the guy that hosts you know fight night or or you know everybody comes over for the game or whatever or you like you don't like going to theaters i'm not judging i'm just saying when i walk into someone's house and the most prominent yeah. thing is a huge TV, it doesn't make me think more highly of them. Well, I'll tell you, you're going to have that experience now because this thing is enormous. <laughs> Dude, it's... Oh, and it works? It's gigantic. So I drag this thing inside, and KK and I immediately start, like, the the emotional calculus of, oh, I'm sure it doesn't work. I'm sure it doesn't work. It was a waste of time. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so long story short, she picks up a, a power cord... Um, the next day at Best Buy, and we plug it in, and baby, I'll be darned if that thing didn't spring to life. It sprang immediately to life. Um, I, I plugged our little like Roku streaming thing into it, and and now we're watching TV and movies on the big screen, baby. It's unbelievable. Um, what in the now? Do you think it was stolen or what? It's got stickers on it. It's in a ditch. Yes. Like yes. Like reverse engineer this how did it get there what's its backstory well i'm gonna i'm gonna lay two theories on you okay and one is that it's stolen and that's the okay. that's the less hopeful one <laughs> that's the sadder one that's the one that makes me feel okay. <laughs> worse about humankind but uh i'm gonna lay an alternate theory on uh-huh. you and this is the one i'm going with so uh as you know because you've been here i share a neighborhood with lots of affluent old people um these people are probably all mm-hmm. north of 70 uh, they have a lot of means. They all hire out like their yard work. They have impeccable lawns. And my guess is one of these old people got a new TV and they plugged it in and they were like, ah, harumph, you know, WBBJ doesn't immediately come up. I can't watch the news on this. Right. Because you can't watch networks on a TV anymore. You know, um, it's all, it's all, well, sure you can, but well, okay. yeah, you can't, you, you can, but like, it's, it's more work, you know, it's all streaming now. So um, my my theory is that one of these affluent old people just abandoned it, and then uh, I brought it into my home. If I had left it out there for another forty five minutes, it would it would have gotten soaked. So um, you know, it was good stewardship, I think, of me. Good, good for yeah, you, yeah, to to bring in the television. So 
Um, next time you're here, we'll... I think there's a third possibility there, right? Where it actually did fall off a truck. Not in the euphemistic sense, yeah. but like... Like it actually fell off real? an actual truck. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the but, but none of the cords are remote or anything? <laughs> yeah. What's funny is my, my um, brother-in-law, Greg, is like a... Well, he was a handyman. I guess now he's like a contractor, but... He, he lives in, up north Michigan, northern Michigan, where, you know, people's summer homes are worth five times what my home is. Sure. Um, and everything they own, practically, seems like he got at, quote unquote, the dump. Yeah. Or just, like, uh, found on the road. And he'll, yeah. like, have my sister-in-law get out of the car and stand by something while he goes back home and gets the truck. That's and he's, incredible. he's fixed up tons of, you know, TVs, maybe, like, one little... $3 fuse is blown or whatever, you know, and, and like tons and tons of stuff he, he's gotten that people, yeah, they just chuck it. They're like, yeah, it's easier to just buy a new one. Yeah. Um, exactly. Which I thought that older generation was all like harumphy about that nobody gets things fixed anymore, but apparently they've owned it. Dude, yeah, I think they've owned it. It's it, Barnabas Piper and I have this, have this theory. It's the Wheaton College lost and found theory. And, you know, his, his, idea is like if you go into the the lost and found box at Wheaton College you're going to walk away with like you know $500 worth of like really swanky clothes um because these rich <laughs> kids like they wear their north face jacket like four times and then they get tired of it and they and they check it in the box and you know he he scored all kinds of sweet stuff that way so i think you know it's really just a <laughs> a bigger version of the same principle and uh and and now i'm a huge tv guy you're going to you know what you're going to do baby this is this is going to be a great moment I can't wait for this, actually. Um, are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, our, our connection is so bad that when I asked, are you ready? I paused for a minute, and all I heard was like a like a, like a a garbled like beep sound. So... <laughs> Try again. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, here's what's going to happen. Uh, you and Aaron are going to come down here to visit again, which I really hope you do. I hope you do that soon. And you're going to walk in and you're going to see the television and you're going to exchange like a very smug, judgmental glance. And I'm going to live for that moment. That's going to be really good. <laughs> I don't know. In your huge home, I don't know what television would look huge, though. Honestly, you're, that's true. Maybe your little Dynex looked too tiny. Oh, it did. Yeah, it looked like a speck on the horizon. You know, it was, <laughs> it was just like, but you know what? I really think of that, man. What? <laughs> Dude, I can't hear anything. It just sounds like a garbled mess. I'm so discouraged. Yeah, I was just making I was making garbled robot noises. Dude, you were? Oh man, you totally yeah. got me. That's super funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So hey, can I tell you my amazing story? Yes, please do. What we've got going here is kind of an old-fashioned story swap situation. Dude, we do. It's it's almost as though, Zach, and let me lay a theory on you. <laughs> it's almost as though it this is just two friends like catching up on the phone. And calling it a podcast. <laughs> but you know what? That but, works for me. I'll take it. Still, you should want to buy a t-shirt of that. But um, So we had, uh, you know, put these t-shirts out there. Uh, summer Gut Check, if you'll recall. I do recall. And uh, we had floated out, you know, who would want to buy one and got a very good, robust response from people who very said they good would like Very buy enthusiastic. One. Yes. Encouraging. Yeah, very much Wonderful so. Wonderful response. Very warm. And, and then um, we put them for sale, which, which required some work on our part. Yep. And uh, at one point, only one T-shirt had sold. And this was a good 
five, six days after we made them available. Oh, wow. And sent out an email to the whole gut check army, etc. Baby, that's sobering. And... It was, and I was down, man. Mm. I was, I was, uh, I was disappointed. Yeah. I still am yeah. a bit with the gut check arm. Yeah, um, I, I felt like uh, you know we give and we give and we give, mm-hmm. and uh, all we demand is that we take sometimes. Yeah, that's it. Um, and by sometimes and we mean we mean the majority of the time we would like to be taking a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we. I don't remember charging anybody for Reraptured again, which is. Without any exaggeration, the greatest book anyone's ever written. Dude, that's right. Yeah, it's um, the great American novel. Um, second only to its predecessor, Reraptured. Um, I believe it's eclipsed Reraptured, but you know, there's room there for disagreement. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like it's a, I don't feel like it's an exaggeration to say that. You know, I really, I've given it a lot of thought, <laughs> and that's what I think. So, so I, we we were went out to. Uh, there's a great restaurant, a new restaurant in Frandor in town here that you have to come to when you guys come up here. It's called Acapulco. Ooh, nice. And it's uh, just delicious Mexican food. So mm. we, we went there with our friends, um, friends of the program as well, uh, Alex and Samantha, Alex Police. Mm. Uh, you can you can hear his his uh, ranting and and uh, and conspiracy theories on on the Chicago app. Uh, and dude, now you guys are getting. Uh... You're getting pretty close with the uh, with the polices. Are you guys hanging out a lot? We're getting pretty snug, man. I gotta say, you should probably be a little jealous. Wow. Or better yet, we should all get together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> you like how that? often are you guys hanging out? Like <laughs> monthly? What are we looking at? Two hangs oh, a month? That'd be that'd be a good thing to shoot for, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, two, one to two hangs a month. Judas, dude. That's a lot for me. I'm. I feel jealous. <laughs> I feel like I feel, I feel like we've been replaced, and and you know it's okay. Like I want you guys to be happy. I really do. I want you to to to, to you know to to do what you have to do up there. But uh, do, do, can I stay on this for a minute? And I, I know you were telling a story, and I want to I want to get back to it. But I want to I want to stay on my jealousy for just a minute. Okay. Um. What What's the dynamic like when you hang out? Like, walk me through like. You're hanging out at your house, and they come to the door, and like, what happens? What's the dynamic? They got a, a very cute little boy named Levi, so everybody okay. gushes over Levi and how cute he is. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm not threatened by that. That's good. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then, likely we uh, we talk to them for a while, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we eat dinner. And mm-hmm. one time we watch Die Hard because Alex has not seen it yet. He has now. Got them to what? see it. Actually, you know, we, the, as oh, as couples, we've only hung out like three, four times. So, um, okay, all right. Now, now, let me tell you this story because this is gonna this is gonna ingratiate Alex to you. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, we need to make that happen because I feel like it's it's like awkward between us right now. You know, <laughs> between me and him, even though we've never spoken or even been in the same room together. <laughs> so we come home from uh, we we come back here from Acapulco. And we make yeah. a fire outside in our fire pit, right? And yeah, uh, wow. so we're just we're just talking and uh, and smoking some cigars, sitting outside. Uh-huh. And uh, I I start talking about the the podcast and how there hasn't mm-hmm. been one for three four weeks, and how yeah uh, I'm really you know kind of bummed and disappointed that uh, we made the t-shirts. People mm-hmm. said they wanted the t-shirts, um, you know, and and. As of that morning, only one T-shirt had sold. Yeah, the dude stands up, uh-huh. grandly, dramatically, yeah. and goes, 
You mean this t-shirt? No. Pulls off his sweatshirt. Boom. He's wearing the Metallica Ride the Lightning summer at Gut Check. He was the one who bought it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. God bless him. God bless that kid. You know what that does? That does ingratiate him. That that feels good, baby. That feels good. A- Alex is the man. Yeah. And, and you know what? What's funny is uh, every once in a while I, re- I remember that I'm probably old enough to be his dad if I had been careless in high school. Whoa, really? Um, he's that young? Yeah, he's like mid twenties. What? And, which to me doesn't feel like way younger than me. Yeah. Until I bring up something from like. The mid 90s and he's like I feel the same way baby I think it's it's because of how immature we are you know what I mean really like, <laughs> probably yeah we're like big old children you know <laughs> big old children we're like middle aged children <laughs> I, I feel like much of middle aged dumb especially uh, Gen X is is kind of in that same boat but uh, that's true that's true. Yeah, we didn't have to go fight any wars when we were 18. We didn't have to grow up, you know, real fast. Oh, you know, seriously. We have no idea. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea. You know, we've we've just lived, you know, long, selfish lives, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, wow. I don't know where to go from there. But I do want to ask a follow-up question vis-a-vis uh, the T-shirt itself. So I want you to describe how magnificent it looked in person because I've still yet to see one in person. Dude, in the flickering light of the fire, it looked mm. just, uh, it looked amazing. I had him spin around yeah. 360 so I could look at the back. Mm. Uh, the, the dates yeah. on the back are a little wrong because the last F didn't come out until last week. I was withholding. I got off on withholding it. Yeah. Um, not not unlike Lucille one. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I love it. It looks great. Yeah, it does look great. Now, in the meantime, we actually have sold some more T-shirts. Dude, really? Uh, hence our, you know, actually giving people the the podcast, number 101. Yeah. Uh, we don't, there's a very, very slim margin here and very little uh, kickback to us for each T-shirt sold. Mm. At this point, we're almost to the point where with the money we've made from the T-shirts, one of us could get a free T-shirt. Okay. Well, you know what? That's the goal. The goal is to get to where both of us can get a T-shirt. And then I will call I that project a success. Uh, baby, how does it feel to be a clothing tycoon? I mean, a, a, a garment garment industry veteran. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I don't think we can call ourselves. I think we'd be cheapening the term if we called ourselves clothing tycoons. Uh-huh. On account of we've only sold, I think, seven or eight t-shirts okay. so far. <laughs> and if you go on missionalware, it's still... Yeah, just has the one T-shirt. Oh, just so, and even though so clean though and minimalist, I I love that. It's just so pleasing to the eye. It just really it draws the eye right to that shirt. But our boy Jeff purchased from us <laughs> a number of I think more than half a dozen uh, of the smoking companion to sell on the site. Okay, and I guess he's just sitting on them. They're not they're not listed or anything. Maybe he just maybe he gave away his gifts. I don't know. But maybe he wants to I read was them under each. The impression they'd be he wants to read them each individually. He he's eccentric that way. Like. <laughs> As soon as he reads it through the first time, he throws it away and like and and opens a new one. Like Ronnie Martin's brother with the black T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I I don't ever want more uh, products on missional wear. I just want the one minimalist T-shirt. I feel like that's our thing. That's our niche. You know? Well, we, you know, we Maybe. can if we if we want to look at more products, I can go look at these. Go to Eleven's page. You can go look at the Happy Rants page. They're they're out there. But we're the only collaboration missional wear has with a single product right in the middle of the screen. No one can yes. take that from us. 
So, Ted, you said you had another old man story. You had two. Yeah, well, it, this, this is more of an... <laughs> it occurred to me, Zach, and I, I'll be honest, I'd hope that you weren't going to remember that and ask me about it because uh, this truly is just like two people catching up on the phone. But um, it, it, And it won't be fun or interesting at all to the audience, but I'll tell you what it is. So, um, <laughs> Hey, listen, if you want something that's going to be fun or interesting to you, buy a friggin' t-shirt. Then we'll start delivering exactly. fun. Buy a t-shirt. Until then... It's, Until you can tune this this next few minutes out, but uh, it's big Vizio TVs, it's Pac Man machines, and it's and it's whatever this is, dude. Yeah, so this goes along with the Vizio TV. So uh, this is a first world problem if there ever was one. So we got this gigantic TV, and we realized like we have nothing to put this on. Like the thing holding the old TV was tiny, and it would have been engulfed by this huge new television. So um, I'm actually working on a project, baby, where. Uh, I'm taking this, we got this old, like, incredible, kind of weathered-looking, like, workbench down in the garage, um, and we're restaining it, and we're going to bring that up and put the TV on it. It's going to look really cool. Uh, it's the perfect size and dimensions and, and all that. So uh, that's not much of a story. <laughs> uh, it's really just, like, it's the kind of thing that I would tell you, even for us, like, in person, in a really low lull in our conversation. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not, not what you'd call a story. Even. Not what you yeah. call a story. But, but I can dig into that. I want to dig in. I want to. I want to ask some questions here. Yeah, sure. sure. And, and I want to start by pointing out that you have been incredibly kind to me over more than a decade now of friendship. Um, and I realized, by the way, that we were talking about how we had been hanging out as friends for almost ten years. Yeah. And we were saying that on an episode of the podcast that we recorded the day after. The 10-year anniversary of our first hangout where I dinged your door with my car door. That's incredible, um, man. That's so that's Isn't it? Amazing. That's something. Yeah. But over really that, that 10 years, you've been very kind and never like mocking me for not knowing anything about sports. Yeah. For yeah. for being um I mean, not I'm not unathletic, but but for just not being bought into something that you're very bought into. And yeah. I'm sure I've sounded stupid while asking you about, you know, your semi-pro football career or yeah. this or that. And you've always just been really, you, you haven't even exchanged glances with your wife over it or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. You didn't get all your glances in or anything. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm loath to bring up the fact that like you have like a hammer and maybe like a screwdriver, but no other tools. Yeah, that's because correct. I mean, that's just a fact, and, and you're not you're not embarrassed about it, and you're not you no, hide it. No, not at all. It, it's so so. Here's the question: You had this. You're you're in this big house. Yeah. With in the basement a battered old, uh, seems lots and lots of use workbench. Yeah. And undoubtedly, that had been you know where some awesome old guy probably went down and puttered around. You know, for dude, years. He did. He puttered. I knew the awesome old guy. I met him a few oh, times. Dude, that's the best. Dude, yeah. old guys who putter are like the best guys. Dude, this guy was like a this guy was a world class puttering old guy. He's in the Hall of Fame for puttering old guys, for sure. <laughs> he's he, is he Mr. Tennessee for uh, he, puttering old guys? <laughs> dude, he is. He's he's Mr. <laughs> Tennessee for puttering old guys. Absolutely. <laughs> he was in a couple of Elvis movies as a puttering old guy. <laughs> 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 no one's gonna get any of that either. So if you look at his IMDb, it says "puttering old guy." You know, like three movies. <laughs> Puttering old guy number three. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, number one, yeah, number one. Yeah. But but uh, when you saw that, yeah. I mean, like you your your home you lived in when I knew you in in, in Michigan was a was like a brand new home. Yeah. So there was no um, well loved, dented, divoted, you know, paint wearing off it. Sure. Workbench down in the but moving into this house, seeing that, did any part of you want to just like go to Home Depot or better yet, do an estate sale and just buy a crap ton of tools and start puttering? No, because I I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's a fair question. It really is. I mean, it's a it's a really really insightful question. But I I think Zach, it's not an exaggeration to say I wouldn't even know what to do with tools. You know what I mean? Like, you could, you could give them to me. I wouldn't even know what end to hold. You know, like they would Shut be lost up. on me. Yeah, they'd be they'd be Dude, wasted. You, you did on a me. fine job. You did a fine job building your uh, your deck on the back of your house on Castleton there. Yeah, yeah, I, I could do I could do some rudimentary things, but uh, at the end of the day, man, I'm I'm not I'm I, I don't think I'm gonna be a Hall of Fame putterer as an old guy. I I, I think you know what kind of old guy I'm gonna be, baby. Huh. You know the kind of old guy who's always got like mints in his pocket, and and he's just like an encouragement. He's he's uh-huh. an encouraging guy. Like he he makes people feel good about themselves. I'm gonna be that kind of old guy, and I'm gonna give you a mint, and I'm gonna pay you a compliment, and you're gonna be like, "Ah, oh, what a nice old man." That'll be me. But I'm not gonna do All a right. lot of puttering. I'm not gonna bring a lot of that to the table. And you're also gonna be the old guy. I know. I know these old guys at my church. Uh-huh. But you talk to the young guys who are playing football right now. Yeah. And you. And you uh, ask them about, you know, their choices and their opportunities. You ask them about what position they play and how things are going. And you yeah. talk about the old times, but mostly you let them talk about now. Yeah. You're, you're going to be an encouragement in that way, too. Oh, most so, definitely. Most definitely. Dude, but, Ted, I mean, I, I don't have the first clue how to fix up an old Spitfire. You've yeah. done that. Well, I, I, should, I should make a distinction, though. I did very little of that. I... <laughs> <laughs> I made friends with the right, you know, kind of person who did know what he was doing, and I, I, I sort of handed things to him, and I helped when I could. But, uh, but yeah, to to be fair, you know, to be completely transparent, I, uh, I did, I did precious little of that. Although I did more like car maintenance and car stuff as a part of that project than I ever had before. So I think I learned, you know, like my my puttering life moved forward during that time. But <laughs> baby, I think it speaks to my lack of potential. As a puttering old man, by the fact that I, I walked into this garage and I didn't see an amazing workbench that I needed to fill with tools, I saw like something that I could set a huge TV on, you know. And <laughs> I, I think that I think that says everything about my lack of puttering ability, you know. <laughs> the the uh, thing is being what stripped and restained, so it's not going to have kind of worn down, dude. No, uh, it is wood and crackled, weathered. It is going to be, we're, we're retaining the crackled weathered finish and all we're really doing to it is putting like, um, a little sort of, see, I don't even know the terminology for this, but like a railing is the wrong term, but like a little embellishment around the bottom, just so it looks kind of finished. And there was mm-hmm. some of the wood at the bottom had been, uh, th- this guy was such an awesome puttering old guy. This workbench used to be up in another building that we have on the property that like partially burned. Um, and, and it's been restored and the building is fine, but this workbench was up there and like a little corner of it got burned. So like, we're just kind of, uh, uh, fixing the facade on that area and putting like a, like a, like a, it's a trim Zach is what it is. Um, we're, we're putting, 
uh, a trim of sorts around this um, this this workbench, and then we're staining that part of it, and then we'll bring it up. So uh, so yeah, little little old man project, but um, even to to put a finer point on that, I'm doing very little of that actual work. Uh, that's mostly KK. So um, I'm more of a managerial presence, I I, th- I think. So I'm just kind of kind of the foreman, you know. I'm just kind of looking on from afar, but uh, but the project is going well. I'm I'm encouraged by it. Now, Ted, by way of um, encouraging you to kind of stretch yourself, if you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind of stretching stretching open more, yeah. <laughs> um, I assume, and this and this also file under uh, kind of pedantic conversation between two guys who are, who are part of each other's lives, uh, yeah. heard by people who who really aren't. Yeah. Um, I assume <laughs> that you're going to take that Dynax, that little Dynax, and you're probably going to replace the tube TV that was on the like PlayStation or whatever the guys had upstairs. Baby, you got it. And that's, uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. I want to encourage you to take that tube TV uh-huh. and rather than putting it in a ditch, yeah. <laughs> to uh, turn it into a Pac-Man or Space Invaders. Oh, interesting. Uh, arcade cabinet. You know, there's all kinds of technology in that ditch. We could, we call it Silicon Valley, you know, here in here in the Humboldt area. <laughs> any given even any given you time, you could probably find day. all the parts you need, dude. Yeah, yeah I could find all the components, all the parts I need out in that little ditch. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Gonna <laughs> pawing through a bunch of things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. That's the... Yeah, that's the you know, that's the whatever that I needed. You know, perfect. So yeah, I'll I'll take a take a spin through Silicon Valley. I'm sure I'll find some other components and. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe you can help me engineer my old or my own old man video game console. That would look awesome in my office, Dude. baby. I'm in my office studio that right now. That would be such an awesome. You and I should do a project like that together sometime. Yeah, that Dude. would be fun. We should do the ultimate old man project. I got it done for about two hundred and twenty-two dollars. Baby, that's not bad. Final. That's not bad at all. Not at all. No, you know what? You know what I would love. Okay, so here here's the brainstorm, and I know you got to go, so I'll make this brief, but. I would love a similar video game console, but with the old Nintendo Tecmo Bowl on it, where like I could I could walk into my office at any time of the day or night and uh, and fire that baby up and play a little Tecmo Bowl. Um, that would be that would be a dream come true. And uh, baby, I'm going to request that you send me send me some some photos of this uh, this video game thing. I want to see it. I got to get a better camera than the one on my phone because the light coming out of the marquee. Basically, just like renders the whole picture <laughs> ruined because my phone sucks so bad. Interesting. Um, and I want to just ask you one thing here, vis-a-vis t-shirts, vis-a-vis disappointment. Yeah. And I also need to tell everybody this is a fact that Mr. Dale Anton is the reason that you ever got episode 101. He stepped up. He joined the Gut Check Army. He bought a t-shirt immediately, mm. Mm. and uh, he has been uh, given the rank of general. And, Dude, Dale, uh, tip so, of the cap to Dale, man. Now, absolutely. Far, far be it for me to jump to conclusions, but Dale sounds like an awesome old man name. Is is Dale Anton an awesome it, old man? He's an awesome old army veteran. Dude, that's incredible. So cool. Yeah, he was in the real army, and now he's in the gut check army. Man, that's and he bought a t-shirt. Yeah, this guy, this guy's unbelievable. What a what a what a champ. Yeah. Dale, tip of the cap. God bless him. God bless this kid. But but as far as t-shirts go, um, I'm wondering. If there's any amount of expressed interest that we could be met with at this point Uh (laughs) that would prompt us to kind of go forward with the house show plans we had talked about. Oh, baby. Or if 
I would love to do the house show. Here, here's how I think we should handle that. And you know what? Far be it for me to, to this, this is a discussion, okay? So maybe we'll, we'll bring this up at a corporate meeting and we can decide one way or the other. But uh, I think at whatever point you guys come down here to visit again, um, we, should, we should earmark some time. Uh, we should sell a limited number of tickets. We'll call it a house show. Uh, people can come. They can listen to us record episodes. And, uh, and, and we'll leave it at that. But I, I, I still, Zach, call me a, you know, a cockeyed optimist. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful that we can sell out a house show. Even after the tepid, yeah. re- the tepid reception that the t-shirts got. A house show, baby, there's a certain crackle of energy. There's a certain vitality of... There was a crackle of energy on the t-shirt. You could see it. It was like... Baby, there was. But, but yeah, there was. You could, you could literally see the crackle on the t-shirt. But, but let me tell you what the t-shirt didn't come with. Okay? This is profound. It didn't come with uh-huh. us. Right? Like, if, if we could have walked into <laughs> someone's living room wearing the t-shirt, that would, that would be a whole other thing entirely. So I, I think... Baby, I think this house show idea is lightning in a bottle. I really do. You know what? And 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 I'm I'm not ready to give up on the garment industry. You know, even though it's beat us up a little bit, you know, we've been kicked around a, a bit by the garment industry, but <laughs> I'm not ready to give up on it as I'm not ready to give up on the on on the coffee industry, which has been, you know, up and down, I think is a is a you know, an exaggeration really at this point, you know, our, our coffee business Just down or yeah, our coffee business hasn't skyrocketed like I thought it would. Um, I'm... Hey, I got a free bo- a bag one time. So <laughs> you did. Yeah. It's been good to you. I mean, it's been kind, you know, and I've, I've had a few free <laughs> cups of coffee courtesy of, of Ligaris Roasters, but uh, listeners, if you haven't done so already, visit LigarisRoasters.com. Um, forego all of the other varieties of coffee and go right to gut check espresso. It will be the best uh, cup of coffee you've ever had, uh, and I promise that. So, Zach, I'm not ready to give up. I'm uh, I'm still all in on the on the beverage yeah. industry, on the on the clothing industry, and I'm I'm still bullish on the house show industry. I think we can make this work. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, mark your calendars. <laughs> Granted, we have no idea when this is going to happen. So, if you could just <laughs> just mark all the days. <laughs> I want you to do this, listeners. I want you to take a pencil and write gut check house show on every day for the next year, (laughs) year, year and a half. Um, That way your calendars will be marked in advance so that when we drop the dates uh, of this event, this special radio event, uh, you will be ready. You'll be ready to to purchase that plane ticket to fly um, to Humboldt, Tennessee, and uh, and join us here at Gut Check South Command. And uh, baby, I look forward to that. All right, man. I, I'm going to trust that you can make it happen. You've got the connects yeah. in Tennessee. You can probably scare up some Baby, students. I know we have a fan base in Nashville. Um, a I'm... number of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were probably just uh, drawing from a portion of people who came to the Happy Rant Live. Absolutely. Uh, fill your house. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I think we can do it. All right. Baby, and I've... You, you brought me back up, man. I've got some influence down here. Don't underestimate that. Um, I, I can make things happen in this town. I, I can find a huge... Vizio television in my ditch. I can I can sure as H put a house show together. Okay, not everybody can find a huge Vizio television in the ditch. I've never done it. That's true. I mean, that's the kind of thing, really. At the end of the day, not to brag, but baby, that's what I'm capable of. You know, in- that's the kind of old man you're going to be, <laughs> puttering along a ditch, finding giant televisions. I hope I'm that kind of old man. 
I would love to be that kind of old man. That would be good. Everybody wins in that scenario. Oh, baby. We have uh, we, we have done what we always do on this episode in that um, we've largely just called one another on the telephone and caught up. But... Uh, <laughs> And talked over each other because the connection sucks. <laughs> talked over each other because the connection has been horrible. But uh, I, for one, have enjoyed it. I, I feel like for me, this was dipping our toes back into back into the radio waters. And all, all it did, Zach, was confirm for me that this is what I need to be doing more of. I need to be doing more radio with you. Um, because something, doggone it, something magical happens when we do this, you know? And I don't, I, I don't want to deprive people of that. I don't want to putter in old age. I want to do more radio. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the the podcasting microphone on the workbench, as it were, and and this is gonna be my puttering. And Zach, this has been the nice. gu- the Gut Check Podcast, and we will see you next time. Yeah.